1: And now,
0: enjoy today's podcast.
1: Welcome to part four, another edition of the Daily Witness podcast. Uh, Hidian is in the studio with me today sharing his testimony about how he won his wife back by faith. Enduring faith, okay? And uh, why are we talking about this testimony? Hidian, thank you, first of all, for being back here with us today. You're welcome, thank you. And thank you to your wife who agreed Um, you guys got such a good testimony and um, why are we discussing this testimony we're talking about how a believer uh, goes through the storm and how you've got victory right from the word go faith always works that's what I love about it faith always works I don't care how bad it gets um, Megan's cousin's husband—I don't think I carried on with it. caught got sidetracked. Megan's husband's uh, cousin got—he uh, caught COVID nineteen on a ventilator. The doctor said it was bleak. She had victory. She already had victory. She already had victory. And she reached out to Megan, and Megan's ministering to her every day, feeding her that faith, feeding her that faith, because that's what she needs. She doesn't need her husband off a ventilator. She needs faith. That's what she needs. And uh, she sent uh, Megan a message this morning. Her husband's just getting better and better and better. See, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. If you can start off with faith, man, you know you've got the victory, no matter how bad it looks, no matter how bleak it looks. And that's what you went through, You, you, You went through the eye of the storm where so many people, so many marriages ended too soon. So many people died too young. So many people fell into the trenches of poverty too quick. Too many businesses have closed their doors too soon. Are you listening to me, folks? Too many churches... Too many ministries have closed their doors as well way too soon. And you had the victory all the time. Now, now, Hedeon, did you have the victory only at the end of this uh, out, out of the storm? No, no, no. I had it from, from day one. Now, Christians don't see it that way. They see you in a storm and you might get out of it, you might not. Because of other people. What, ha- what happened to other believers? Oh, I prayed. How come it didn't work for me? You see? And they see that. Now, now let me correct you right there. Because that's important that I brought it up. You had a faith failure. You had a faith failure. It's not Jesus' fault. It's not Jesus' fault that you failed at whatever you failed. But you had a faith failure. You had, you had victory Yes, you had a faith failure. Yes. What is faith? Faith is enforcing the victory, what Jesus accomplished for you on the cross. That's what it is. Not what you accomplish, not what you can do. It's what Jesus has done. You're pointing to Him. You're saying, He's my hero. He's done this for me. This works. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Uh, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So you start off with victory. You don't start off by yourself, alone, defeated, depressed, whatever the case may be. And then we're going to see how this thing turns out. No, that's not the truth. That's a 2D perspective. That's not the whole thing. You start off in victory. And then you learn in the process, Jesus is the author and the finisher of your faith and he shows you how to enforce victory in your situation and he'll show you he showed you where um, how you got into that situation he showed you how to get out of that situation and then you started adapting to the ways of God and then you started speaking speaking you only spoke the word when the pressure came on you to speak what you were feeling what you were experiencing what you were seeing what you were hearing you had to keep your mouth shut so to speak. And you had to only speak what the Bible says to speak. And then you started advancing over into uh, works, sort of making a coffee. We're just recapping here, guys. But those that's what makes faith work. You started, you started resting. Oh, Jesus has done this. I do have the victory. My wife is at home. And then she started responding. Tell us about the process of she was out the house, And how she came back. And she's there now. And you've got a sweet marriage. And the two of you just love each other. Tell us about that.
0: So, yeah, I started off with a coffee in the evening, yeah, or a meal there. But it was all very just maybe once a week or so. And the phone calls and the messages started being a little bit more polite, a little bit more easygoing Mm. uh, from her side. Um, Now,
1: guys... Before he goes on for, apologize for interjecting there, but this is where Satan's starting to lose power. And I want you to see he doesn't have power. He does not have power. And this is not God answering Hideon's prayer. He's not doing that. It's Hideon enforcing the victory that he had the day she gave him those papers. That's true. And you are, you are now witnessing the truth. You're witnessing that Satan doesn't have power. You're witnessing where the scripture says, resist him and he will flee. He's not all that powerful. He came in, he told you, I'm going to destroy your marriage, take your wife away from you. And it didn't turn out that way.
0: Because he didn't have the authority to do it in the first place. Yeah, He would have the authority if we gave it to him. Yes. But I refused to. And um, yeah, she came and at the, our conversations would be... More general now. It wouldn't be a fight or an argument or anything like that. And um, yeah, she started becoming making it a habit of coming to over a bit more, um, visiting more, staying longer. Um, you could see there was a resistance to actually wanting to leave, mm. um, so she would stay later in the evenings. Uh, once we put our daughter to bed, then she would still stay a little bit and have a cup of coffee. And then we would just chat in yeah. general. Just we're a married couple and we're catching up on our day and, and that's how it would go. And <laughs> then Love it. that um, I can't exactly remember when or how, but she came home and she had a little bag with her. And she was like, no, she, um, she'll spend the night. But the bag started at the front door. And that's mm. where it stayed, and then um, she stayed for a night, and she stayed in my daughter's room, and and then the, a few days later she would come, and then that bag would move up a little bit more, and <laughs> now it would be in front of the kitchen, <laughs> and um, but it was awesome for me to stand back and see, yeah. Like the process of her yes. moving back. Yeah So... It's working now. It's working. But instead of her just coming and saying, you know what, I want to move back, I know she's yeah. holding back a bit because yeah. she's still a bit wary. She doesn't know what she wants. Yeah. Um, so then, now the, bags, now the bags are getting a bit bigger and the bags are in the passage now. Mm. And then the bags get a little bit more and now it's moved to my daughter's room. So it's yeah. making its way back to our bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And her cupboards are empty. It's ready for her. Yeah. And... Um, then eventually the bags actually made its way into the cupboard and that's where it. Is. So she was still living out the bags, but the bags are now at least in the cupboard. <laughs> so life is carrying on as normal and I'm watching this whole thing take place and she's coffee in the morning
1: because she's yeah. there
0: and it's what I've been practicing in the words I've been speaking. Uh, the suppers in the evening. Glory
1: to God, And man.
0: then eventually, you know, the bags are packed away now and all the clothes are in the cupboard. Yeah. But we were heading towards our 10-year wedding anniversary.
1: Mm.
0: So just before the 10-year anniversary, she... In the spiritual, she was home. But in the natural, she wasn't really home. She was with the bags and everything. But about two months prior to that, I have a friend that's in the jewelry industry. And I reached out to him and I said, it's my 10-year anniversary, wedding anniversary, and I want to give her a new wedding band. Yeah. So... This is the design I want. We sorted it. He organized the awesome process for me. And so, even though she wasn't home before I was even organized, she wasn't home. I was planning this ring for her. Yeah. Did everything. And then we actually went away for an evening for our, like, okay, we married. So, yes. we have to celebrate our 10 year anniversary. Although she might not have seen it for two years, she hasn't been there yeah. for a year and a half. Uh, we shouldn't actually be selling right at 10 years. No, yeah. we are, we've are. we been married for 10 years. Yes. And in Jesus' eyes, there's nothing been wrong. Yeah. So, and we went away for the evening and it was awesome. It was yeah. like the amount of, and I could see when we got there to the place, um, it was this awesome setup in between the trees and stuff. And we're sitting on the deck and we're just looking out at this forest. And you could see everything was just overwhelming for her. Hmm. And she was just flooded with emotion and I said to her what's going on what's going on in your head and she says she can't grasp the amount of love that she feels despite of everything that's what's happened and just the effort I've made for this weekend Mm. so I just put her at ease we had an awesome meal we went out and the amount of effort everyone made I I could just see Jesus' hand in everything we went to and everywhere we went just the amount of effort that people made for us Um, we even got the honeymoon suite I didn't even. I didn't pay for the honeymoon suite. I didn't book the honeymoon suite. <laughs> I remember, the, man. The price was just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not happening. We got there and like, we've mm. opened the honeymoon suite. There were two other couples on honeymoon there who actually booked the honeymoon suites. And they told them no, sorry. Man. So we got the honeymoon suite. It was awesome. Then I uh, organized with um, one of the young guys working there. As soon as I leave, mm. now I had to put faith in this guy. I said to him, here's the ring. I'm going to hide it under one of the coffee cups. When we're gone, I want you to put the ring there for me and make it nice. Don't light the candles because I don't know how long we're going to be out. And it's a thatch roof. So just (laughs) have it there. (laughs) I'm going to run ahead and I'll light the candles quickly. And just even there, when I opened the door, I was like just taken aback. They had rose petals uh, put on the floor. They had rose petals on the bed. They actually took the thatch and broke pieces off and wrote happy anniversary on the bed for us and the ring was there it was just an awesome setup, and that was kind of the cherry on the cake for her as well yeah just the amount of effort that was made but it wasn't me like it was literally it was Jesus working through me to show her this you are his princess and this is how you need to be treated yes and in a good way it was just a snowball effect after that of just pure bliss in our marriage and just it was still a process yeah i i still struggle sometimes Mm -hmm. so let's not sugarcoat it i still struggle at times with the pain and the hurt yeah and rejection because it's real it's real feelings yes it is you do feel like a failure yeah i do feel that rejection But now I'm wiser because I put a stop to it. I take those thoughts captive. Yes. I take it captive. And I don't give it a place in my heart because we're just going to end up where we are uh, or where we were again if I give it a foothold. So, yes, the pain is real. The rejection is real. The hurt is real. But I have the authority not to give it place in our lives. And it's not about sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. It's just... It's in the past. It's forgiven. Yes. All our sins we've had before, Jesus is forgiven at it. this time.
1: So in this process that you went through, was it quick?
0: No, not at all.
1: Did you see any change in the first week, the first prayer, the first month?
0: Nothing. It got worse. Yeah. It got worse.
1: And what what would you say to other Christians you uh, Let me actually say this before I ask you that question. Um, whatever they are facing, everyone's got to go through this process. Everyone's got to go through and face challenges and questions that are looming in, in their minds. When you started right in the beginning, you were not convinced yet that you had the victory. No, not at all. But now at the end of it, growing into that... He's the author and the finisher of your faith. You could see now, oh, I did have the victory yes. right from the beginning. And um, what would you say to other Christians, whatever they're facing? They, they could be they're believing for a baby, and they it just seems impossible. They're believing for their business to increase. They're believing for employment. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they are believing for, what would you tell them coming from your experience? Well well, first of
0: all, not not to give up because mm. the, the situation it's designed, it's there mm. for you to give up.
1: Yeah. And and also I wanna say this. It's designed to make you think, like, your current situation, there is nothing more permanent than what you're in right now. And that's not true. Correct? Correct. Because you have got that experience. You can talk from that place now. So Satan gets bored eventually.
0: He hasn't got the... he. We think he has the patience. Yeah. But he doesn't. No, he doesn't. That's he, good. He, Ooh, he's that's into good. the instant microwave situation. Yes, Where whatever situation you're facing not to give up and find that they need to
1: cuz th- let me let me throw this in quickly what, what you said there is so important and something that God mentioned to me years ago satan doesn't have that endurance we have no, he's yeah. not born again so he's in the the temporary thing though he makes it seem like it's forever because remember the scripture says um the spirit of god led jesus to be tempted of the devil for a season did the devil stick around there forever there was a time he had to go there was a time he had to go and that's what people need to know There's, your situation is not permanent it's yes you and and talk like that talk like that you got to do what you got to do listen you in a fight man you gotta do what you gotta to do to renew your mind. Not the devil's, not to try and convince God. You gotta do what you gotta to do to renew your mind. And if it feels like this situation's forever, do what you gotta to do to renew your mind and tell yourself that. Because you are the one that's in a fight. And you gotta tell yourself, hey, this might look permanent, but guess what? There's a timer on it. And devil, you're running out of time. Because you are telling the truth, not the devil. Correct. That's good. That wasn't in my notes, but it sure was in my spirit. (laughs) So, for
0: not to give up. It's not going to last long. Yes. It's really not. And in my situation, it's easy for me to say it now because I've come out of the situation. And it was hard to see the end result. But what really helped was... Reaching out to you, you guiding me, you helping me, and in the days that I, I couldn't see you, the the voice that you, that you used to send me, that encouragement it helps, and yeah. the words you speak, although it might sound silly, it it doesn't make sense because it goes everything again, like you're speaking to yourself, you're yeah. speaking things that aren't real, but you're actually speaking the truth. Yeah. yeah. So, but before you get even to that, you got to decide beforehand. So whatever you're facing are you going to fight it mm. or are you going to just yeah. drop it? So whether it's finances and being in debt the whole time, because once you say, yes, I'm going to do the faith walk, it's going to get hard. Yes. And especially in my situation, when you asked me, what do you want to do? Yeah. Do you want to give up or do you want to fight? Because if you're going to fight, it's going to be a fight and it's going to be hard. Yeah. And I made the decision and I couldn't go back on that decision. Yeah, I could give up. But yeah. In my mind, I made up. I'm going and I'm fighting for my marriage. And the words that you speak, the works that you do, the um, the prayer that we had, the the even the relationship we built up, yes. the walk that you walked with me. Yeah. It all plays a part. There's there's a place for everything in the faith walk. It's not just okay, you read the Bible and then that's it. Yeah. You have to act what this Bible. You have to act out what the Bible is telling you to do. And um, yeah, if whoever's listening is in a situation where they actually can't see the way out, they're in this pit, and they can't even see the light, don't give up. Yeah, don't. It's because you've got the it, victory. Take it one day at a time. Yeah, and two years. It sounds long. It is long. But it's really not
1: that long. Yeah. two years no, is nothing. Not. Three
0: years. So if you're in a situation where it might only be six months, yeah, it's really not long. Yeah, this year is almost done.
1: Exactly. And in some cases, it's different for others. But at the end of the day, guys, it's according to your faith. It really it's is according to your faith. Don't forget, during two years, you're thinking, oh, uh, uh. you know. Don't forget, Hideon was thrown in the deep end. He didn't start off believing God for socks he he was thrown in the deep end and the devil was out to snuff this marriage and so here to learn all these things that's why it took 2 years it could have taken it could have taken a year it could have if you had that experience behind you where you believe for smaller things and so forth but like i said you were thrown in the deep end
0: let me just throw this in so if there's anyone out there that's engaged or newly yeah. married, get onto this now. Yes. Start yes. Start speaking. What you want your marriage to be when you're 90 or 95 years old, or for your 50-year wedding anniversary, start speaking it now. Yeah. And put those things into practice now for then. Get ahead of the situation. Don't wait until you are in trouble or for anything in the matter if you're just starting off a business start speaking what you want in your business now yeah and put that change what you're speaking
1: like a, like god called us he said he said to me do the work of an evangelist now I'm going to give you an illustration of this i i'm anointed by god to speak to the sinner in a unique way i've it's it's not normal for a sinner to want to sit down and actually listen to what you have to say, find it interesting and say to themselves, "Man, I've been missing out all this time. I want to be a part of that." That's Jesus. That's Jesus. He can he he's just got a way with words and so forth. I still got to be in faith. Everything is still got to be done by faith. And guess what? I'm believing for souls. That's what I'm doing. And how do you believe? You can't believe and keep your mouth shut. I mean, you've got experience in this. You can't, you can't believe and keep your mouth shut. So every day I go through the scriptures and I feed my spirit and I, I say, the harvest is plenteous because Jesus mentioned that in Matthew chapter 9. I go and read that. I read it to fuel my faith. And then I say, man, these people, we we are, because the scripture, if you go to John chapter four, he he picks up on that again. Uh, The author, John, talks about that. And then he says, uh, he's quoting Jesus, where Jesus said, say not he, King James, say not he, there's yet four months to the harvest, lift up your eyes, look on the fields, for they are already white to harvest. So I tell myself that. And then you you scroll a little bit down in that same paragraph, a few verses down, he says, I didn't send you. Um I, I he says, I sent you to reap where you have not labored. And you um where other people have labored, you've entered into their labors. So I I feed my spirit on that. I, I feed that because I need that faith. I feed on that. And I say, The harvest is already there. I'm I don't have to labor for that. I'm so glad we're reaping souls. We're reaping souls. So I'm I'm speaking that. I'm speaking that. I am deliberately saying those words to renew my mind to what he's already said and then i go to the book of acts and i look there where the apostle peter was doing the work of an evangelist and he preached the word and he said and the scripture says and he exalted and 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 testified with many words, and said, save yourselves from this untoward generation. And many that received him were baptized, and about 3,000 souls were saved that day. And you go to the end of Acts chapter 2, it says, and God added to the church daily such as should be saved. Peter didn't labor. Peter didn't labor to get that 3,000 people saved. He was reaping. He was reaping. And how did he reap? He reaped by preaching the word. That's exactly the word that God gave me. Preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season. So even though I'm called to do that, I'm called to do the work of an evangelist, I'm still speaking the word. And do I see many people getting saved yet? No. Do I give up? No. See, Even though I'm called and and this is the very will of God, it's still got to be done by faith. And you, you use those words and you set those words out there. And those words are really for you. It's really for you to fix your mind to think the way Jesus has already said. That's what it's there for. It's to renew your mind. Because when your mind gets in line with your spirit, you don't have to deal with so much fear. You don't have to deal with so much doubt. You you start entering into that rest. And there comes there comes a time I'm gonna to have to start moving over into works. And that's the whole thing. And it works. Man, I've already got the victory. He told me to do the work of an evangelist. He told me there's work to do, yeah. There's people to, to say and and we've done, we've um, over the years. I've led quite a lot of people to Jesus, and then I've backed off from it, but I'm going back into that direction now specifically. And so whatever you're facing, whatever you're facing out there, I want you to know that you're starting off with the victory, and you enforce that victory with the words of your mouth, actions based on what Jesus has already done for you. Hylian, do you have anything to add to that? Just um, st- look at it f-
0: f- like as what it is. Start off as a seed.
1: Yes, that's um, so
0: good. When it comes to the faith walk in Christianity, it's not that you can just walk into the nursery and you go by a tree. Yeah. Start whatever you wherever you are in, in your faith walk, in your life, Just see it as a seed. Start off as a seed and you nourish and you feed that seed and you let it grow and you let it take root. I know some people might be in the situation where I was. you thrown in the deep end with your thing. Yeah. But take it one day at a time, one step at a time. And if you need anyone, reach out to Trevor, reach out to, to Megan and reach out to the ministry and let them walk a road with you and help you and guide you. But don't try and do it in your own strength because you're going to fail then. Yeah. Reach out to them, get into the word, and baby steps. Yes. Baby steps. Yes. Don't expect yes. the instant result and then
1: be despondent when you don't get it. Yeah. Baby steps. Listen, Gideon, thank you once again. You got an awesome testimony. No, thank you for having me.
0: Thank and you for allowing me to share and giving me the platform.
1: Uh, uh, there's going to come a time we're going to go into video. I don't know if you will. <laughs> you know, we'll you can, see. We'll like, cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> <'kay>. <laughs> but um, you know, people, are, this, is, this is not this uh, bubblegum Christianity that other preachers are preaching out there. This is reality. This is the real stuff. This is what lots of ministries don't have. And that's sad. That's true. Because what are you preaching at the end of the day? You've got a congregation full of failures. And this is what we, we, man, we'll get on your case at times. But it's because we know you can win. And you got such a good, uh, I'd, I'd really love to have you back sometime. <laughs> you pull your eyes. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but, um, yeah, guys, listen. I want you to listen to these podcasts and take down notes and go through scriptures and 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 allow that. Pray before you listen to the podcast as well and get your heart right. And 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 what is Jesus saying to you? Again, these things, there's such a lot to say. There's such a lot we probably left out. We did. There were. But I think
0: we got the gist of everything, yes. um, the main points. Um, like you said, take notes. It's important. Like yeah. I did. Get a whole journey. Take notes. Write down. Because there's so many things where the Holy Spirit is talking to you. Yes. And it comes to mind. Write them down. Yeah. So that in a year or two years' time, you have that on record. You can, oh, this is what, it's a reminder for you as well. When you do forget about what the Holy Spirit has done. Yes. It's a reminder to you. and Write it down.
1: And also, the reason why I say play this again and again and again, because we're saying one thing, and then the Spirit of God is going to, add to it that's great and that's something you're not going to hear over the speakers that's what you're going to hear in your heart so that's why i say listen to it again you're going to get another message by the holy ghost and what is he doing he's adding to your faith and that's we're just showing you that right from the word go you're starting off with victory and like hidean said don't be in a rush don't look for this microwave blessings understand even though you're starting off as a seed you're starting with the victory so why do you need to get into a rush why if you've already got the victory amen amen i hope you enjoyed this we are out of time again <laughs>
0: thanks for having me
1: no man I'm, I'm gonna have you back again uh guys listen listen to this again i hope you enjoyed it get in touch send tell us what you thought about this And remember, faith comes by yearing. So keep on (laughs) yearing. You got it, man. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast and you like what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to start a gospel newspaper. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow on our website www.thedailywitness.co.za There you'll find a tab called sew so Into A Vision If you're inside of South Africa use the option of Snapscan You can download this app free of charge from the Google Play Store or iTunes If you're outside of South Africa you can use our option of Give and gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support
0: have enjoyed today's Daily Witness podcast, feel free to let us know by either using our Facebook profile, Trevor Funkeer and Ministries, or by email to newsdesk at
1: Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.